Yours was last, Clutterbuck. No, yours was last, damn. No, Clutterbuck, I have good vision. They complimented me on that when the unemployment agency tried to draft me into the Navy. Good thing I have dyslexia and am bipolar, (laughs) or I'd be getting sump in the rump on the HMAS Australia right now. But anyway, I have 2020 vision, and yours was last. I beg to differ. I clearly saw mine rush forward much faster than yours. In fact, I marvelled at its speed. I marvelled at it? No, you didn't! I remember thinking to myself, my, the DM is slow. Not true, not true. You were confusing mine for your own. I think I can tell what mine looks like, DM. Hey, guys. <sighs> Home from another long day at work. Whew, so easy for you two, huh? Sitting around unemployed at home all day. Say, what are you doing? Playing soggy cockroaches. It's like soggy sayos, but you have to hit a moving target. And Clutterbuck lost. He got his on the cockroach last. I did not. The DM was last. I remember because I opened my eyes just after the electric rushes of pleasure shot through me as I thought of Maria Sharapova giving me tennis lessons and ending up bent over the net with her little tennis panties down as the last bit shuttered out of me into Sharapova's imaginary snatch. There was the DM still going. No! No! It was you! It was you! You! I know, because Barbara Eden had just finished the Dance of the Seven Veils, and she was lowering her perfect 50s-bushed pussy onto my cock and saying, Oh, it feels so good, Master, but I hope Larry Hagman doesn't find out, and I opened my eyes as the pulsing ecstasy passed. And there you were, whacking your love hammer till it was Thor like nobody's business. Wait, so DM, you prematurely ejaculated in your fantasy? What? No, no, I... Barbara Eden was just lowering her pussy onto you. Was Barbara Eden even satisfied? Well, she's a, she's a genie. She could just magic up satisfaction. Anyway, she's immortal. She has pleasures beyond the flesh. No, but it was your fantasy. As you felt the intensity building up, the pressure in your shaft and balls building into a crescendo, couldn't you just fast forward until you were both sweaty after 45 minutes and she was shouting, yes, DM, yes, I've come 139 times, as many episodes as there are of my classic show. I... Um, I mean, it's a fantasy. You have complete control of your imaginary world there. You could do anything you like. And you imagine dribbling one out the second your hard-on-touch baby boomer snatch? No, I, I, I was enjoying myself. A little too much, I think. Clutterbuck, was your imaginary Maria Sharapova completely satisfied? Oh, totally, in every way. She was squealing with delight as she clutched the tennis net. The webbing waving as I pumped her again and again, as she was in throes of ecstasy, the little necklace she had bounced back and forth against her sweaty bosom. She was making those grunting noises like she does when she serves. She even liked it when I went in her ass and then switched back to her baby hole. She was dripping with exertion as she stumbled away, panties around her ankles, my cum dripping from her throbbing fanny. Four one, she declared, as she went back into the changing room showers. You see, DM, you see, imaginary Maria Sharapova and imaginary Barbara Eden are going to gossip and they're going to laugh at you now. Really, Maria's going to say in her fetching accent, the DM lasted how long and it was his fantasy? All right, enough. Okay, enough. The important thing is which one of us came last and hit the back of the cockroach over there? It was you. It was you. We don't have a camera for a photo finish, so why don't you both just call it a draw? (sighs) Fine. Fine, fine. Solomon's baby will split the cockroach in two and each eat a half then, okay? Here you go. Thanks. 
Still say you were last. Chewy. I missed the bus and got home late. What a day. Trust me, Wilma. You should be glad you did. Still, really rough day. You're always changing jobs. Where is your latest job again? Oh, at the uh, abortion clinic. Ah, that must be difficult. No, actually. I find it empowering. Really? Because you're pro-choice? Because you believe women have the right to have control over their own bodies? No, because I just hate, hate babies. I mean, I really, really hate them. Stupid little muff monkeys. Oh. Yeah, you know all these baby showers you have to go to? I had to plan one once. Or like... Everyone who has a baby, the moment they have it, from then on, every Facebook profile pic and every update is about their baby. And you have to go to the baby's first birthday party, and there are other people with babies there, and suddenly you are swarmed by babies all around you. And you have to pretend like you actually like the baby and find it interesting. (sighs) I stop all that from happening. I see. Yep. Every day, I do a little good in the world. I mean, why do people want me to know or care about their babies? Why do I have to find them cute? Okay, they love their babies, but I couldn't care less. They love their parents too, and I'm not expected to know or be friends with their parents. But baby love is forced upon you. And if you don't love the baby, they act like you're some kind of charming cynic. Oh, she says she doesn't love the baby, but I know she really does. I can break through that hard exterior. But babies can be kind of cute. I could have had some, but instead I squirted my sperm on a cockroach. Everybody acts like their baby is so special. Like it's not just yet another baby. Same as all the other boring babies out there they used to make jokes about when they were single and liked drinking and having sex with random strangers before one of those random strangers got them pregnant and so they told themselves they must love each other. I mean, back when they thought mothers who thought their babies were special, they thought that they were stupid. It's baby arrogance, you know. That's what I can't stand, the baby arrogance. I'm sick of looking at all these babies. They're half-formed... So you like what you do, then? Hey, I'm in my dream job. Workplace satisfaction, 100%. I just really, really like stopping babies from existing. I'm saving potential parents from becoming parodies of themselves. And people with pushers. I hate that, when you're trying to walk past them in an aisle at the shopping centre... Or the worst is when two people with pushers meet on a busy footpath and stop and talk for ages and no one can get past them. Yeah, but because they just created life, that's special and they're okay holding everyone up to compare their offspring's shit colorations. (sighs) I prevent that from happening. The numbers of pushers in the street is down because of me. So why'd you have a bad day then? Oh, you know, protesters lined up outside the office. Religious fundamentalists? No, actually, I think they worked for Baby Co. Oh, those people who sell baby booties and baby car seats and stuff like that? Yeah, we're really hurting their bottom line. It's big baby business. They're the ones secretly behind all those anti-abortion lobbies. It all comes down to money in the end. Stupid big baby business. (sighs) Oh, yeah. There's money in their wombs, and they want to mine every cent of it. Oh, and the Wiggles. I think the red one sent a Russian hitman after our head of surgery. Do do you think think the cockroach could have been pregnant before we split in half and ate it? Pregnant with my son? No. No, no, Clutterbucker. I don't think the cockroach was pregnant with your son. Ah, yes. And meanwhile, you two. Sorry to bore you both with the lives of those who actually make a contribution to society. Oh, to be unemployed again. I can see how much fun you guys are having. What is it you actually do, Jim? 
I believe we've known you how long now, and I don't think we've ever asked. Why don't you guess? Embarrass yourselves. Hmm, let's see. Well, Jim's buff. Exotic dancer? Nope. Pool boy? No. Tugboat driver? No. Hairdresser? No. Jim's a gay man, so that'd be too cliche. Um, oh, MC and DJ to raunchy, outback, desperate and dateless singles mixer, dropping the beats faster than the lads can drop their assless leather chaps? That one's mildly even more offensive than the rest. You're both digging yourselves deeper graves. Also, why would you need to drop assless chaps? Seriously, everything's already laid out there for you. Why go to the trouble of taking the ass out, if not so you can leave them on? Think for a second, people. Think. Continue. Dog inspector. What? You know, a... Dog shows, you inspect the dogs. You mean a dog show judge? No, I don't mean a dog show judge. Don't get a big head, Jim. I mean an inspector who checks which dogs are eligible to go for show. Is that what you do? Are you a dog inspector? No. Dolphin jockey at SeaWorld? No. HR lady? No. Lollipop man? Prime Minister of Australia? No. Do you... Do you really think my job could be Prime Minister of Australia? Don't you think you guys would have noticed that if I ran the country? Tell us, Jim. Come on, we've shown ourselves to be fools. All right, I'll tell you. After this musical break. This is Lance Hendrickson, and I hate the role-playing hour because, ah, they're chewing off my face. This is John Reese davis and I hate the role-playing hour. Ah, they're eating my legs. So, what's your job, douchebag? Douchebag! Well... I can't answer that now, can I? Or I would be acknowledging that I'm a douchebag. Fine. What's your job, Jim? Well, it's... The douchebag. It's warm today, isn't it, Wilma? Very warm. You see, DM, I didn't answer that question you addressed to Jim the douchebag because I'm not a douchebag. Okay. Fine. Jim. Very pleasant Jim. Nice Jim, who's not a douchebag. What is your job? Well, I'm... Fuck features. I'm feeling a little tired after work, aren't you, Wilma? Yeah, a little. God damn it, just tell us what your job is. I'm a bloody cunt cheese. I'm a bloody good darts player, don't you think, Wilma? Yes, a very good darts player. Worthy of the exclamatory oath, bloody. Fuck! Fuck! Jim! Jim, just tell us! Just tell us! Tell us, Jim. I happen to be a bullworm. What's a bullworm? Well, it's it's a worm that lives on your balls. It makes a little nest out of mud and sand and the wrinkles of your ball sack. And if you hit it, a thousand angry bullworms come out. I don't have ball worms. The DM does. Look what happens when I punch him in the balls. Oh, ah, angry ball worms! They're stinging my face! Ah, ah, stinging it. Yeah, you should probably get that checked, DM. Anyway, I'm a plastic surgeon. Yes, we're both attached to the medical profession. Jim is in his job, and me in mine. All those videos of babies doing things people send you, the ones that are supposed to be cute, I stop those from happening. I stem the tide. You really are proud of your work in the abortion clinic, aren't you, Wilma? Well, think about it. How impressive is having a baby, really? Almost anyone can do it. It happens by accident. And anything that can happen purely by accident doesn't really have much value. It's not like a work of art or anything. But sometimes art happens by accident. People are writing a poem or something and then a bee flies past and that gives them just the idea they need to finish their poem. Yes, but they still had to slave over the poem. They still had to work to get every word right. Someone can come in contact with a little bit of sperm. Uh, I mean, a guy can be sitting on a bench in a park and see a girl's skirt get lifted up by the wind. He could ejaculate prematurely out of excitement, run away to go get changed, and then a woman could sit on his seat, and bam, baby. How is anything that could happen like that actually an achievement worth boasting about? 
Sure, raising those kids is hard, but not everybody does that great either. And really, babies do have no value because there's a glut on the market. How is a baby so special when they're everywhere and they all look the same? But I help to drive up the baby stocks. I try to turn them back into a precious resource. Right now, babies are like leaves clogging up in a footpath in autumn. But I'm out there trying to make those fresh apples on the trees again. Well, maybe not apples, but lemons at least, something with more value than rubbish you would sweep up. So an abortionist is actually increasing the value of human life by making human life a more rare and precious thing? Exactly. How did you become a plastic surgeon, Jim? Tell us quickly, because I have to go to ballet class soon. I went to medical school. Yes, but why? (sighs) Well, Clutterbuck, it turns out I'm an artist. I'm an artist with flesh. I can make things. Oh, so wonderful. I can take the rude clay that is man and turn it into like, what do potters do? They put clay on the spinny thing, then they cuddle Swayze, then they make the clay into something nice looking and bake it in an oven. They treat it first, I think, and colour it. I treat it and colour it, and then what you are left with is a really nice pot. A pot made of clay, but nice. That's what I do with the human form. It sounds like you have a gift. I do, Clutterbuck, I do. You know it runs in the family? For generations, the Jams have been world-class plastic surgeons, as far back as anyone can remember. In fact, my ancestor in the 11th century was acknowledged in the Doomsday Book as being the best plastic surgeon in the British Isles. Yes, the listing went, the farm contains one field, one watermill, three sheep, and the best plastic surgeon in the British Isles. That's how they wrote it down in the Doomsday Book. They say my ancestor was an Anglo-Saxon, a true Englishman, and yet the aristocracy tried to force him to give nose jobs against his will to the ladies of his cruel Norman overlords. He refused and they cut off his fingers, that with which he made his art. Never would he place a pectoral implant in a proud Saxon thane again. Plastic surgery must have been brutal back then. Oh, it was. It was. Particularly breast implants, which were his specialty. Women really needed to want a breast implant. Now, milady, we have no antiseptic, no clean tools, no anaesthetic, and in fact no painkillers of any kind. Are you sure you want to go through with this boob job? Yes, I must have a double D, even though that terminology makes no sense because bras haven't been invented yet, but makes my breasts as big as Odin's thighs. Very well. I can see your mammarian humours are clearly misaligned. I'll do my best to balance them. Nurses, tie the lady down, put the belt between her teeth, hand me the rusty knife. Now someone may want to make the holy sign over her. Will that help? Who knows? It can't hurt. We're that pathetic. We might as well give it a go. Now, I'll just make the incision here, around the lower nipple. (coughs) That's it. Hold her down, nurses. (coughs) And I'll slice open the other nipple and reach in under the breast fat here with my unwashed fingers, separating out a place in your living flesh for the implant to go. (coughs) You're doing very well. Someone give her some mead. It it might dull the pain. Now, now I'll just take this rock here and, and there we go, squeeze it into the small hole under the nipple. And the other one. And now I just have to cauterize the wounds. Nurse, hand me the hot iron there. And there's one. And there's the other. Nicely done. Now in about three years that scar should heal. I'm sure your husband under God will just adore your new granity bosom. Three weeks later, after the feast of Michael Mass. Saint Boobula above, milady, why have you come back to me? My breast wound, it has become gangrenous. 
And I think when you put those rocks inside, I think one of them had an earthworm on it. I can feel it crawling round in there. Gangrenous brass. Yes, I can see your gangrenous humours are misaligned, but that's no problem. We have a cure for that. You do? Yes. Nurses, tie her down. Place a piece of wood between her teeth. We don't want her biting off her tongue. Now I'll just mark along the breast here with a piece of charcoal showing where I hope to make the incision. Are you ready? Yes. Nurse, hand me 20 cc's of axe. I didn't even know they had breast implants back then. Oh, they did, DM. They did. And my ancestor was a master. That is a boon that has been passed down to me. You have magic hands when it comes to mammary glands? Yes, Clutterbuck, I do. My particular specialty is breasts. The breasts I create are truly marvellous. They bring a tear to my eye. Sometimes shudder to think I can create something so wonderful. But you're gay. And the hot dudes you hanker don't have enchestment bankers. I wouldn't find breasts sexually appealing if I sliced into them all day either. One doesn't have to sexually desire something to truly appreciate its beauty. Those who groom dogs for dog shows are only sexually attracted to dogs 90% of the time. For the other 10%, it's pure aesthetics. It is breasts where I work my magic. Will you work your magic on mine? Will you allow me to slice them open, jam a bag of artificial jelly in there, sew you back up and charge you five and a half thousand dollars? Uh, on second thought, never mind. This is Jewel Estate and I hate the role-playing hour because they remind me too much of that hitchhiker I killed and buried beneath the floorboards. Even when I cover my ears, I can still hear that heart beating. <laughs> oh my god, I can't do that one. This is Corin Nimick. Do you hate the role-playing hour? Not a problem. I'll get them cancelled faster than you can say synchronized swatches. Ah, seriously. You're still making me do this Parker Lewis shtick? You think this is funny? You guys are complete fu- How can you be a plastic surgeon, Jim? That's not a real profession. You're just helping people lead fake plastic lives! Well, I'm off to ballet class. See ya, douchebags. See ya! Hey, Jim, why don't you say see ya to Clutterbuck- Oh, goddamn! <laughs> the DM's a douchebag. <laughs> Mine is a proud profession, DM, and a very necessary one. Well, you could use a little work yourself. Unnecessary profession. You, sir, are fooling yourself. Wait, 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 wait. You could make me beautiful. I could certainly make you better than now. A little liposuction, some tucks here and there, some lifts, some <gasps> reductions. Yeah, it could be done. An average plastic surgeon would just give up, but me... You mean my, my acne? My saggy jowls? My paunch? My cellulite thighs, my varicose veins, my beetled brow, my warty nose, my flabby shapeless body, my pale rictus, my balding. You could fix all that. Yes, except for the balding. That's incurable. <clears throat> God damn it. In fact, lipo's easy. We could do some here in the house. All I need is a local anesthetic, my fat-destroying fluid, and my lipo-sucking gun. And all you'd need is $2,000. Really? Yeah, easy. Well... If I sell my polio-stricken nephew's electric wheelchair... Sold! Jim, let's do it! Normal-looking DM, here I come. You're going to flatten the DM's midsection? Great! There's nothing I like better than watching the bulging contents of people's bellies get annihilated. Just lie down, DM. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> and I'll inject some local anaesthetic. You mean I'll be awake for this? I might freak out. Don't worry. If you get too stressed, I can always give you a general. Now, all I need to do is make small incisions in these places. Great. You're doing great, DM. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that's kind of weird. Now I inject my fat breaking up fluid in there. That will melt the fat beneath your belly skin. Uh, that sounds perfectly good. Okay, go ahead. And now I insert my suction rod. And I suck out all the broken down fat so it goes into this canister here. <laughs> 
Oh, wow. That's you just sucking the fat right out of me. That's, that's part of me. That's a goopy part of me. Going right out, down the tube, and into the plastic container. That's weird, you know? Hey, it looks kind of like what they put in the deep fryer at KFC, doesn't it? That may be where the secret herbs and spices come from, DM. One 10-litre canister filled. I'll just grab the next one. Are you going to have enough canisters? Yeah, maybe not. Can I borrow your purse? Yeah, sure. It's just over here. Hang on. No, you can't borrow my purse. Whoop. Next 10-litre canister filled. I'll just put it in these old milk bottles. The fact that it looks suspiciously like milk isn't sure to cause any hilarious mix-ups. Speaking of which, if I drink that fat to try and put it back in me, will I just get fat again or will I shit part of it out? It's really bad for your arteries. Raw DM fat. I wouldn't recommend it. And there, DM, 35 litres later, all your excess belly fat is out. Wow! One part of me is skinny. Oh, and look! I can see my penis! Hello, little guy! Oh, it's been so long. Oh, I should really wash that thing. I didn't notice what state it's gotten into. Oh, is that your penis? I thought there was a dried-out umbilical cord stump you never cut off. Wait, is it my... No, that's a dried-up umbilical stump over there. See? <laughs> that one. Yeah. Oh, <clears throat> well, now I've just got all this kind of gross, loose tummy skin hanging there. You know, I could invite Vietnamese pot-bellied pigs to a scout trip camping corroboree in here if I just, like, hold it up, you know, tent style. Yeah, DM, you may need a tummy tuck as well. A tummy tuck? Yeah, I cut and sew all the excess skin, so soon enough your tummy is tight as a drum. I relocate your belly button in the process. Huh. Somewhere nice, somewhere sunny. Like Florida. Where, where does it go? Oh, to a new place in my belly. I see. Is there any scarring? Yeah, but only in regions that will only be seen by people who really like you. People who hardly know you at all will never even notice and be completely impressed. Plus, it mostly heals up after about a year. <clears throat> a year? But I'll be 57 in a year. I'll be wasting my prime with hideous scarring. It's the price of being beautiful, DM. You pay the price of the checkout chick of beauty, or you go home without and wear the golf slacks of despair. <laughs> okay. Do it. Well, guys, I only came home to have a break and grab a snack. It's late night shopping at the abortion clinic tonight, so I have to get back. Okay, see you, Wilma. Bye-bye, Jim. Douchebag. Uh, okay, I'm leaving the house now, and I'm not saying goodbye to anyone or acknowledging that anyone's spoken to me. Okay, now you're going to need a general anaesthetic for this one, DM. I'm going to have to knock you out. I'm afraid, Jim. Don't worry, DM. You're in good hands. Good, strong, manly hands. Okay. And sleep, DM. Sleep. And now I make a cut, and I sew, and another cut, and I sew. And while the DM is asleep, I pose him and take photos, and I touch those sweet, sweet nipples. Oh, and I rub them. Ooh, let me lick them. Oh, yeah. Wow. What is my wake, Jim? What happened? Oh, my tummy. The operation went really well, DM. Why are my nipples so wet and erect? How do you feel? In great pain. But your tummy looks fantastic. I don't know, Jim. I didn't earn this. I didn't exercise. It's fake, isn't it? I feel weirdly guilty. I'm like the worst kind of conformist. And it's your fault, Jim. Your fault! You are a tool of those who inflict impossible body images on the world. You are the cause of depression and our bondage to a generic ideal. Plastic surgery is evil!
Plastic surgery is evil! You are soulless! You are soulless! Oh my god, what was that? Oh my god, look out the window! Clutterbuck's been hit by a car! He must have been on his way home from ballet class, I'll run out to help him! Oh, so much car in my face. So much car. Jesus, Clutterbuck. Is it bad, Jim? Tell me straight, is it bad? Clutterbuck, your face. I'm afraid it's, it's been hideously disfigured, smashed beyond all recognition. You look like the elephant man after he had his head sat on by the elephant women's Olympic weightlifting squad. Ow. 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 I can't tell you how much this hurts, Jim. Anyway, I'm off to buy some chocolate milk. See ya. Oh no, how will my pet turtle ever love me now? We will have to break up. Take her away, Jim. Set her free in the river. I don't want her to see me like this. Set her free! No, Clutterbuck, do not despair, for I am a plastic surgeon. Let me just get you inside to my improvised home clinic. Wait, I think there's a bit of my face over there still. Are we gonna need that bit? No, we don't need that bit. I've got some spare parts at home. Oh, oh. Let's go. But Clutterbuck, you shouldn't let that other bit of your face drag along the road. It's collecting gravel. Sorry, shall I pick it up? Yeah, just just hold it till we get inside. Oh, it keeps gooping out of my hands. Oh, there it goes. Just just pick it up and keep your hands cupped, or or maybe just let it hang down in your raincoat pocket, or or maybe collect it in a hanky. Yeah, that's much easier. Okay, now just lie down on my operating table. Can I take a piss first? Yeah, sure. Jim, part of my face just fell into the toilet. Ugh. And listeners out there, would you like plastic surgery of some kind? I'm sure we all want a little improvement, a little uh, rounding here, a little squaring there, a little cutting off here, that, of, of, of a bit here and there. If you could have plastic surgery, what kind of plastic surgery would you like? Well, why don't you call in and tell us on 83135000, and uh, we'll be back with you after this musical break. You are listening to Jim, Wilma, Clutterbuck, and the DM here on the Role Playing Hour on Radio Adelaide, Digital Radio, and 101.5 FM, and online, of course. Uh, the Role Playing Hour can be uh, found on Facebook. There's a thing on Facebook, the Role Playing Hour. It's got a hyphen, role, hyphen, playing. And on there's like clips on Reverb Nation. You can email us at theroleplayinghour at hotmail.com. I think there's even a Tumblr possibly out there somewhere, some kind of Tumblr of some kind. We might be on Tumblr. I don't know. But uh, yes, if you look around, you can find various references to us in places. Um, we have some graffiti on a war memorial somewhere. If you look, you'll find that. Don't you uh, mean, don't you mean Coney 2012? <laughs> 8313. I lost my train of thought. Seriously, that was okay. So what you want? I just, I, I completely forgot where I was for a second. I was, oh, re- there, there was, there was... I was remembering my days as a child soldier. <laughs> there was... That's what Wilmer is hoping to stop, by the way. <laughs> Uh, eight three one three five thousand is the number to call. Tell us about your plastic surgery, uh, and we'll be back with you. That's right, you, not anyone else. You, little old you. After this musical break, this is Jonathan Frakes, and I hate the role-playing hour so much that whenever I hear it, I want to eject my warp core. This is K Nine reporting, Master. You sent me to study the FM band radio program known as the Role Playing Hour and determine whether it is in need of cancellation. The answer is... Affirmative. 
So 83135000 is a magic number to call if you want to call in and tell us about what your ideal plastic surgery would be. Of course, if you have plastic surgery horror stories, then feel free to call in and tell us about those as well. Do you have any plastic surgery horror stories? I don't have plastic surgery horror stories, but plastic surgery just is meant to make people happy, right? Mm-hmm. No, I don't. I don't. I just drink to feel happy. Huh. That's that's all I need it's to probably do. Probably cheaper, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes, sometimes I don't feel anything at all. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's kind of cynical. We kind of brought down the mood there. Oh, fucking smoke ice to be happy in that. Well, it's not entirely fucking true, mate. I mostly smoke ice to forget that I passed out drunk on me baby and vomited in its mouth and it choked to death. You have oh. a baby, Roland? God, that's horrible. He had one, he had one in the past, oh. but it's dead now. Oh. Oh. Wow. <laughs> and this is why Wilma does her job. Now, this is probably a good time, because, you see, Roland could have perhaps... Well, Roland would be too passed out, but people around him could have prevented what happened to his baby <coughs> if they had two applied first aid courses and two large first aid kits donated by St. John's Ambulance. I believe that by a first aid kit, they mean a car driven by a Knight Rider with first aid skills. I'm pretty sure that's what they mean. Um, it's valued at $650, and uh, you can win those by subscribing to Radio Adelaide. Yes, yes. 83135000, you can dial during business hours, or you can go to the website, find the links there to subscribe, and uh, you can become a subscriber. You will support Community Radio then, and it's uh, Radio Adelaide's 40th birthday this year. They were the first community radio station, possibly in Australia, definitely in South Australia. In Australia, yeah, yeah. Uh, So, you know, you could do it as a gift to their birthday, $52 a year, $26 concession. You get a magazine sent out to you with uh, stuff, and you could potentially win... That that prize, which also, if you were, I guess, having had a home plastic surgery accident of some kind, first aid kits would also be useful. Okay, so I've said the subscriber thing, so the moose head is no longer judging me. Hello, moose head on the wall. Are you judging me? I'm not judging you. Ah, thank you. Okay, I'm not being judged. Uh, and, of course, if you mention the role-playing hour when you subscribe, then you get a special prize from us. And so far, not a single one of our special prizes has ever lured people to mention. <laughs> Someone <laughs> did, I think a couple of people did subscribe, but they didn't mention us, so they didn't get the prizes. Oh. They, they, or they, they, I don't know, somehow it got that they, Radio Adelaide, I don't know, or the information didn't get passed over to us, potentially. So we don't necessarily know if you subscribe and you mention us, make sure you tell the radio to tell us. As well, that could be a thing. Or, or you could ring us and, and tell us live on air. Mm, because we've been told that people, like, secondhand, that, oh, they subscribe because, and they mentioned Radio Adelaide, but we didn't have, like, details or anything like anyone wanted a prize. But anyway, so what are the prizes we've had in the past? In the past, you could have come and watch the DM eat KFC while being filled with self-loathing. We had a jar full of the uh, unspecified bodily fluids of the entire cast. We had a picture of the role-playing hour dancing bear signed by the role-playing hour dancing bear, as well as the rest of the cast. And none of those prizes have worked. Wilma, Jim, any other ideas? Nobody wanted the date with Jim. Nobody wanted the date with Jim either. Date with Jim. Yeah, we offered it for like a week. Mm. No one took it up. No one jerks. bit. You're all jerks. So, uh, I don't know what prize could we offer that might actually lure people in. People could suggest it to us. Email us. 
the role playing hour at hotmail.com or find us on Facebook and suggest a prize that would lure you to subscribe that we could provide. Because I can't think of one. I thought that, I really thought that KFC World Food was self loathing. I was sure someone would take that one. That'd be, them. that'd be an interesting sight just watching you angrily eat KFC. Actually, because today we learned about our erotic fantasies. So you perhaps you could have a short novella, a short story of role-playing our erotic fantasies written just for you and signed by the cast, and you could take it home. And they'd be very graphic, don't worry about that. And, uh, yeah, just tell us a few key words of what you're into. Or, you know, when you're subscribing and you're talking to the, the lady at the front desk, I don't know, she's young and pretty probably. No, probably, yeah, maybe not anymore, now it's a man. Just tell them the key words that you want in the erotic story. Bondage, slavery, spanking, anything like that. Uh, you know, and um, they'll, pa- they'll pass those words on to us for sure, and then we can write the erotic story for you. So that's uh, that's an option. Hmm. Anyone else like to say any little shout outs or anything else before? Oh, hang on, there's a bit of fat on the f- on on the floor here. I uh, got it. Don't worry. Uh, okay, so I guess we're signing out now. We'll be back with you after this musical break. Oh dear, DM, here we are flying across this pit of snakes in a hovercraft. But I've just spilt my carrot juice because the snakes beneath us are getting restless. I think you'll have to use your amazing guitar skills to soothe them. Okay, Doctor, who really likes me and we're totally best friends, I'll do that. Insert guitar noise here. Oh, no, no, Colin, you weren't supposed to read that bit out. My name is Freddie Williams II, and I hate the role-playing hour because they turn me into a juvenile delinquent. Now, Clutterbuck, just lie back, and here's the general anesthetic. That's right, let it flow through you. Sleepy. So sleepy. Great, great. And now a bit of craniofacial here, a bit of craniofacial there. Now take off his shirt. Oh, look at those nipples. Look at those little pink buttons. Yes, let me suck them. Yes. Ah, uh, chocolate milk in my tight as a drum belly. Hey, DM. Jim reconstructed my handsome face. Glad to be of service, Clutterbuck. Jim, I've noticed I'm looking good around the middle now, but the rest of me is still all... Can you recommend anything else? Well, how about a brow lift and a nose job? Sounds good. Just $8,000. I'll sell my grandmother's oxygen machine. Cool. And hey, while you're under, I'll throw in a free butt tuck. Frankly, I'm sick of accidentally catching a glimpse of that tragedy. Well, hey! I'll just inject you here. I'm going to go pick up Wilma. See, I'm so sad and lonely, I've convinced myself we're in a relationship, even though she's made it abundantly clear a thousand times that we're not. Although, as I behave like a virtual slave, she can't help but succumb to the occasional temptation of having me do things for her, thus keeping the cycle going. Ah, hot romance. See ya, Seabuck. Wait, what, what did you just call me? You're a Seabuck! Feels so warm. Like I'm falling. Falling into a land of male vanity. Ah, DM, I'll start work on you in a minute. But meanwhile, let me get some photos of those wonderful nipples. Oh, yeah. 
I can send these to my secret internet nipple fetish ring. They'll love it. The secret internet nipple ring fetish ring won't like it as much. And the secret internet cripple nipple fetish ring won't be too big on it. And the secret internet cripple nipple ring fetish ring really won't get much out of it. That reminds me. I have to ring the secret internet cripple nipple ring fetish ring. I've got that thing they need for the secret internet cripple nipple ring fetish ring sing-along. But anyway, screw them. These nipples are great. <laughs> Let me rub them. Yeah. Who's the nipple daddy? I wonder if I can just get up on the operating table. Rub the head of my penis on the nipple there. Yeah, have to get a picture of that. Yeah, just rub the head of my penis in circles around the nipple. Wheels on the bus go round and round, round and round. The rings on the nipple go round and round, round and round. Geez, these are exactly the sort of musical stylings I should bring when I take the thing to the secret internet cripple nipple ring fetish ring sing-along. Then they're sure to let me in. I don't know if I really want to join though. I heard them say some nasty things about immigrants. That's right, in the secret internet cripple nipple ring fetish ring, they're a bit right wing. It's disconcerting. Anyway, back to taking photos of my cock on this nipple. Wakey wakey DM. Dad, Jim, did it go well? Well, why don't you see for yourself? Come over here and take a look in the mirror. Okay, I. Ow! Oh god, such extreme pain. Oh god, moving any part of my body hurts. Ouch, ouch, ow. Okay. Jim, I look, I look normal. You've done great work. I know, DM, I know. But still, isn't it strange that I haven't been able to accept how I was born? Why should we be allowed to alter that? If breeding urges are based on finding a partner who's genetically compatible and who has the genetic traits that will complement our own to create the perfect offspring, then aren't I falsely advertising my genes? And I didn't earn this. This isn't me. You know I was self-loathing and vulnerable. You should have recommended counselling first, not encouraged me to chase the ever-elusive ideal of beauty. You're a selfish beast, Jim. You're an evil, evil monster. Plastic surgery is awful. <laughs> oh my god, Wilma, what happened? Anti-abortion protesters threw acid at her face when she was coming out of work. <laughs> Those damn Fisher Price people, it, it has to be. Oh my god, they've like melted half your face off. I can see your teeth and your nose holes have gone from the plural to the singular. They didn't even know me. It was a random attack by an idiot prejudiced haters. I didn't deserve it. If they knew you, you did kind of deserve it. I know, but they didn't know me, so it wasn't fair. For all they knew, I could have been someone nice. Never mind, Wilma. Uncle Jim will fix everything. Just come into my room where my operating table is. Oh, my acidy face stings so much. That was so nice of Jim to offer to fix Wilma's face like that. Still, he's denying her a spot in the lucrative Freddy Cougar impersonation industry. Jim's an evil soulless plastic surgeon. Hey, you look good, DM. Oh, I do? <laughs> well, well, thanks. What, what's changed? Have you done something with your hair? And I do mean hair singular. Oh, yes, I, I had it curled. He wanted to cut it at the salon, but I said, no, I'll leave it there. I love the single hair on the top of my head. I think it makes me look like Charlie Brown. Hey, do you hear some kind of weird noise? It sounds like camera shutters. I don't know, yeah, maybe that's the hot water system. I could swear it's coming from Jim's room. Oh yeah, this one's gonna be my profile picture. Uh, must just be the sound of plastic surgery stuff. <laughs>
eyes. Look, my face, it's, it's, it's as good as it was before. I can go and abort again tomorrow. Yay! Some of my finest work, I think. I also gave you a little extra something there, Wilma. I noticed. You gave me an implant in one boob. Thanks for that. $16,000 to get the other one done, too. You've changed my mind, Jim. I was troubled before, but now I can see the good that plastic surgery does. I want more plastic surgery, Jim. What are you talking about? I already made you normal. Normal? But I want to be... Beautiful, like a beautiful butterfly, Jim. Like a beautiful, beautiful butterfly, Jim. A flying, beautiful butterfly. Okay, well, I guess I could give you some pectoral implants and some bicep implants so you look muscly. A muscly butterfly, that's good. And maybe I could add a little fullness to your lips, give your cheekbones a bit of extra dimension. A pouty, muscly butterfly, that's fantastic. Yeah, I could do it. $350,000. Butterflies don't have much money, Jim. You're exploiting butterflies. No, okay, that's cool. There's exactly that amount of money in the fund to maintain my grandpa in a nursing home for the rest of his life. I'll go and withdraw it at once. Wow, I wonder what the DM looks like now. We'll just have to wait for the grand unveiling. <laughs> Ta-da! Wow, you look so muscular. And... And 20 years younger. Are those Brad Pitt's lips, DM? Yeah, Jim had a whole catalogue. Woohoo! Flex those muscles, DM. Here I go. Well, that's strange. Those, uh, those pectoral implants look fine when they're just sitting there. You look kind of like Schwarzenegger. But then when you flex, they kind of split apart from each other and drag up to your armpits. That looks, uh, hideously abnormal, really. Uh, I think I'm gonna puke. Jim, some refinements need to be done. You have to pay. Just take a kidney out when you're there and sell it to whoever's interested. And here he is, my latest creation, the DM. <laughs> Ta-da! What do you think? You look... you look so unnatural. Like a... like a, a weird kind of living plastic doll. Do you think we should tell him? Yeah, we, we, we should tell him. DM... We think you're addicted to plastic surgery. You need to stop. You're starting to resemble a gelfling from the Dark Crystal. Yippee! A gelfling was exactly what I wanted to resemble. I've reached my plastic surgery goal. This calls for a song. Celebrate gelf times, come on. Da-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na. 